A very warm welcome to the Kudos community. Kudo is a global leading provider of monetization applications for global users. It's creating a cleaner, more equitable world by making use of billions of dollars of underutilized hardware from around the world and then redistributing it for the betterment of communities and organizations. A big, big thank you to our sponsors AMD, a multinational semiconductor Goliath developing GPUs and CPU processors across the globe for gamers, designers, service providers, pretty much all walks of life. And to Algorand, currently building the technology that will accelerate the convergence between centralized and traditional finance by enabling the creation of next-gen financial products. For more information and to support the Kudos podcast, why not check out our sponsors in the description below. Hello, and thank you for tuning into the Kudos Cast. Today, we've got a little bit of a Kudos Cast special. Uh, we'll be speaking with Joanne again, who we had on episode two. And this is to answer uh, and address some of the questions that have arisen from our community um, to do with uh, our upcoming staking launch. So, Joanne, welcome to Kudos Cast again. I bet you probably didn't think you were going to be on it again so quickly. I did not know. Thank you for having me again, Pete. You're welcome. You're welcome. The feedback was so good after your last one. We thought, well, let's rope them in again. <laughs> I'll choose to believe that. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, it's, it's, it's not too much putting you on the spot today. This is really just to add some clarification and to 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 our community. Um, some excellent questions have come back. We what we have done is group those questions. So rather than answering kind of ninety questions or however many there were, we've just put them into kind of categories, and we'd, um, I'll just go through them and yeah, let's just speak openly and freely and fill in those gaps. So jumping straight in, the first first one I want to talk about is what is the difference between the Kudos ERC20 staking and the Kudos native coin staking? Yeah, that's a great first question. So first of all, let me start saying in January of this year of 2021, we released the Kudos token in Ethereum, so an ERC20 token. That's the token that we have now. And any token holder, when you sit in an exchange, that's the token that we're talking about. At some point, we will move to our own network, the Kudos network, and then we'll have the Kudos coin there, and we will do the migration process, which we can touch on later. So after listing the token in Ethereum, we listed in three exchanges as well, and then we offered pre-staking services in some of them, most, uh, well, essentially in Ascendex and KuCoin. And at the moment, yeah, we have that pre-staking in there. What we're doing now is that we're moving a step forward in development. We're not yet ready to launch mainnet for the Kudos network itself. Mm-hmm. But what we can do and what we are going to do on the 2nd of August is to launch an Ethereum staking smart contract. So that means we'll have on-chain staking in Ethereum with the ERC20 token that we have at the moment. The way that we have built an thought of this staking is to replicate what will happen you know in our own network so all the validators delegators commission and everything you will see in the ethereum staking it's going to be very similar in our own network and we're making this as a small step to get the, everyone ready and to get ourselves ready as well uh, to, to move to our own network and, and for our audience we yeah we have a frequently asked questions blog some content prepared for you. So we will be forwarding this on and we will be putting it into the Telegram and community for all of you to, to read. So, you know, feel free to absorb it either via uh, this podcast or, or via the content that we share. 
Okay, brilliant. I think that leads quite nicely onto the the second question that's that's come through, and I'd like to you know put a thank you out to the likes of Lars, uh, Crypto Planet, our main man Sega uh, fan as well. So you know, ambassador within the in the community. Uh, a lot of these questions have come from uh, from the community. So thank you very much for uh, sending that through to us. So yeah, next question: What will we have to do? What will our token holders have to do when Kudos Mainnet goes live? and stake in transition to the Kudos native coin? Right, that's another very good question. So most of them, they won't be able, uh, they won't, they will not have to do much, really. So anyone that is staking in our Ethereum staking contract, we will migrate them automatically to our own network. So essentially what we will do is that we will freeze the staking contract, we will take a snapshot, and then any tokens that are staked there, we will move them across to our own network, and then they will receive new accounts on the other side with the Kudos coins already in there, and then they will they will be able to stake. Anyone who is not in the Ethereum staking contract, so that has Kudos tokens either in an exchange, in their own wallets, or, well, that's mostly it, then they will be able to use the token bridge. And the token bridge is something that we're developing. We're actually reusing code that is out there and that has been very well tested. So that's the gravity bridge. So we're using a version of the gravity bridge to move to connect Ethereum mainnet with the mainnet of the Kudos network. And then anyone who is not staking and that needs to migrate the tokens manually, they will be able to do so with this bridge. And we'll give further details on the web page and how to do everything closer to the date. Brilliant. Thank you very much. So, so just to, to summarize that then, so this bridge, that, so, there, so the bridge is the gravity bridge, as you said, so we're integrating <laughs> that at the moment. And uh, a lot of people would have seen that via our development updates that we're sending out um, as well. So, so that serves this purpose very, very well in, in hopefully making that transition very smooth. But there's only ever 10 billion tokens in total. So this is, uh, well, as a mixture of tokens and coins, because tokens will be the ERC-20, just for mm -hmm. terminology, and coins will be you know, Kudos own. Um, so only be 10 billion in total. There won't be 10 billion of each. And that means that we still keep the same finite total supply. And magic happens somewhere in the middle of that bridge where one converts to the other. So that, that sounds fairly accurate. Perfect. And then not, not to, to digress, because I realize that this is you know about staking, but the benefits of that as well going forwards is potentially the, the kind of interoperability, um, if we we're going to find a word, between Ethereum blockchain and the Kudos blockchain, meaning we can actually serve developers and consumers within the Ethereum blockchain in a seamless way so that you know that 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 conversion happens over this bridge they're not going to have to do a manual transfer first of the of, of the coins into kudos to be able to use the network yeah exactly and this bridge That's is a two-way bridge so they are able to send kudos tokens from ethereum to our own to the kudos network and they're able to send kudos coins from the kudos network back to the ethereum network fantastic brilliant all right thank you very much um, that, that, I mean, that subject is probably another one, another podcast or another Kudos cast uh, yeah. uh, subject to pick up on later. Brilliant. Okay. What is the APR for Kudos ERC20 staking? Right. So for the Ethereum staking in the ERC20 staking, we will start the APR at around 30%. And that's that's to mimic what we have at the moment in Ascendex, mm -hmm. where we offer 30% APR. I wanted to say it will start more or less around 30%. And... The exact APR depends on the amount of tokens that are staked in the contract. So the more tokens that are staked, 
the, the lower the IPR is, the less the DAR stake, the higher it is. So we will aim that for the amount of tokens that are staked, the IPR is approximately 30%. It could be a bit higher, it could be a bit lower. This also means that, for example, at the start, when we launch, the IPR is going to be a lot higher, right? Because if I'm the first one to stake one token, my IPR is going to be crazy high because soon after we'll have, I don't know, let's say a billion tokens. I'm making the number up, but a lot more tokens that will be staked. And then the IPR will go to 30%. So yeah, at the start, it might be very high, but once things stabilize in a few hours or days, we'll see, then it should be around 30%. And yeah, that's it. Fantastic. Okay. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for explaining that. And uh, it's something that to our audience, I would encourage you to listen to the Kudos Cast episode two, uh, which was with Joanne last uh, week. This is covered in there. Uh, this is uh, in, uh, in terms of the uh, the curve, the staking curve, and how that's paid out. And it's a very very common model across proof of stake uh, networks and how it's incentivized uh, to start with. Okay, brilliant. So, I mean, this this was actually quite a high topic area, if you like, via our community after we announced the uh, stake and launch date uh, last Friday. So, stake and launch date is going to be on the second of August, and I do and I do think it led to some confusion actually around the the, the APR and what's going to be available. So, um, you know, we're glad to be here to to clear that up today. And the confusion, I think came because we have been talking about the the APR for uh, the Kudos network, which is going to be the, the main net. The ERC20 staking is a essentially a stepping stone towards that. So it's going on-chain. It means that we're able to provide you with on-chain staking rather than the current pre-staking that you can get through uh, Sendex and KuCoin. Um, so there's a difference there, but it's still a stepping stone towards our own native coin and, uh, and main net. So on that note, <laughs> what is the APR for Kudos native coin going to be? Right. So we're still working on the final numbers and modeling everything and making sure that everything works as expected. I want to say in our own network, so in the Kudos network, which is a proof of stake network, you will have staking rewards, but you also have network fees. So any transaction that happens there, the validators propose the block, so they validate the transactions. And then they get the gas fees, so the, the network rewards or the transaction fees. So that will be extra income for the validators and also extra income for anyone that is staking, so for all delegators. However, what we can say is that the staking rewards in the Kudos network to start with are not going to be lower than what is what we will have at that, say, at that time in Ethereum. So if at that time in Ethereum it's 30%, in the Kudos, when we move to the Kudos network at the start, it's not, it's not going to be lower than that. That's for sure. And that's only for staking rewards. Then you will add network fees on top. But yeah, at this point, I'm afraid this is all I can say. Uh, that's absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much, Joanne. And ultimately, to be a sustainable network, the prevailing revenue has to come through from transaction fees, right? So, so yeah. once again, to reiterate the, the staking fee, is an incentivization to, to build up the network adoption in terms of uh, people staking uh, their, their coins into, uh, into the network and, and building that kind of help into the ecosystem. The transaction fees, which is where the consumer comes in and they are actively using the network to perform uh, tasks, to execute tasks for them. Maybe that's a DeFi transaction, maybe that's a NFT being minted and then uh, you know sent uh, to a marketplace, for example. So these these transactions will actually become the main revenue stream and and will 
only ever grow in theory, earning the holder more and more and more from the transaction fees as uh, as time progresses. Yeah, correct. So that's it. Thank you very much. So moving on to the next question, and yeah, thanks again to our community for for sending these through. I haven't I haven't specifically kind of added you know, a shout out to, to to so many people that ask these questions because what we've actually done is group them together as I, as as I said to, at the beginning. So. These could be coming from 12, 15 different individuals, and we've we've kind of put them together and uh, into into the question form. So, the next question I want to ask is: As a token holder, when can I stake or when can I delegate my tokens to a validator? Yeah, so we're launching the staking in Ethereum on August the second, so that's Monday next week, not the week after. And then from that point on, once we launch and everything is ready you will be able to delegate tokens so that's that's the time that's the date that you will be able to start using the contract and stake tokens and rewards directly with the smart contract and us thank you very much moving on to the next question why have the staking reward bonuses uh, and staking contract terms being removed that's a very good question so at the start we had thought of a staking model for ethereum more in terms of DeFi, and yeah, it was kind of a different model that we had in mind for the token and for everything else. At some point, uh, a few months ago, it was clear that what we wanted to do and what we needed to do is launch our own network, and for that, we're developing the Kudos network in the Cosmos ecosystem. Now, in proof-of-stake networks, and particularly in Tendermint, the best thing that you can have is an economy where everyone is the same, let's say. So all validators have a similar stake and they all have similar conditions and you just have a truly decentralized network, which is the point of, of all of this, right? At that point, we realized that having different lockup periods and having different bonus periods would lead to a lot of difficulties in the proof-of-stake network. It's something that could be added in, but everything works easier and in a much nicer way and it unlocks us new functionality in the future and prevents attacks. And we thought, okay, so the first thing that we can do on that side is to just have the one staking option and that's it. Now, having understood that, let's move back to Ethereum staking. As we said, Ethereum staking is a stepping stone to get ready for our own network. So at the start, we still had in mind that, okay, in Ethereum, we had this model with all of that and in Tendermint, we'll be doing something else. But once we realized that in Tendermint we had to do that something else, it didn't make sense anymore to keep the three lockup bonuses in Ethereum. Because at the end, if we're taking the Ethereum staking as a stepping stone, if it's something that is fundamentally different from what we will have later, then that stepping stone, it doesn't make sense because you're stepping one way and then afterwards you're going to move another way. So that's why in Ethereum we also remove the stakes. I want to say that all the rewards that we will distribute are the same everywhere, as we had always said that we would. So if there are no bonuses and no lockup periods, it doesn't matter. At the end of the month, we'll still have released the same amount of tokens. It's just that the distribution will be slightly different. And that's why some numbers have changed. And that's also why we got rid of these periods in Ethereum, just to make sure that we're really a stepping stone towards the right direction, which is the Kudos network. Okay, thank you very much for adding that clarification. I, I think the key thing is there, um, you addressed it right at the end, is that the amount that's paid out in uh, rewards is still the same amount, right? So um, 
the, those that would have uh, previously uh, looked at a 18 month staking contract, for example, to get the 100% staking reward bonus. And that bonus was only on the rewards. It wasn't on the original stake, um, just exactly. to add kind of clarity there. So that rewards and bonus pool was the was the same size um, for, 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 for the year as it is now with just rewards, removing those bonuses. So everyone is still going to get um, uh, access to the same amount of tokens effectively being distributed. It's just distributed in a slightly different way, as you, as you explained. Yeah, exactly. And the only other thing would be, as we said before, the APRs always depend on the amount of tokens that are staked. So by launching the staking a few months later, that also means that the circulating supply in the network is higher. And that also affects the APR figures. And maybe that's why there's been some confusion out there. But yeah, just want to assure everyone that the amount of tokens and the rewards are all the same. We're, we haven't touched any of that. Yeah, it's just we've been reformulating the way in which we distribute them. Got you. Okay, thank you very much. That's really helpful. And uh, I guess that probably raises uh, the next question, and is that if we if we're removing the terms, does that run the risk of that value not being locked into to the network? So there's no lockup at the moment, or we will have no lockup. But the thing that we still have is an unbonding period. So the process is going to be the following. I have some tokens and let's say there's some validator and I want to stake. So I can stake as many tokens as I want. If at some point I want to take them out, first I need to unstake these tokens. After I have unstaked the tokens, then I have a 21 day unbonding period. That means that I need to wait for 21 days until I can actually withdraw my tokens and send them to my wallet. So this should be enough to protect ourselves and to have the value locked in into the network. This is, this is also what we have seen so far. And again, the, the research is ongoing. So we're researching very intensively this every day and talking with developers and other projects in the field. But these are the best practices that we have seen so far in proof of stake networks. And that's also why we are adopting this, this model. Brilliant. Thank you very much, uh, Joanne. Uh, it makes a lot of sense with the unbonding. I guess the what the unbonding does is is it kind of protects you against the kind of reactive uh, selling to some degree as well. So that value is still locked into the network, and uh, brilliant. Okay, I think that I think that sums up. Thank you for adding the clarification. Okay, so this this question this next question has actually been answered by yourself already and um, to, to okay. a certain degree. But uh, I think if we just further kind of clarify here, because it you know has has come up a few times with the community. The, the APR was once promoted as starting at over 100% for staking. So uh, this has changed or it could change potentially. I think you've answered it partway with the APR will naturally start high because there's less token holders or, or there's less stake, shall we say, if you're the first ones into, into the network. And, uh, and and you've also provided the clarity that it's still the same size reward pot. So nothing has changed there. We haven't changed the goalposts in, in that sense. But if you just just add a little bit of kind of verbiage around that, uh, you know, just to, to kind of you know, help clarify that for our audience, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, right. So that is a combination of two things. The first thing would be what, you, what we have said before, that by changing the month in which we are releasing, that also changes the circulating supply that is out there. And then the IPR naturally changes from one number to another as there are more tokens staked into the contract and in the network. Then we also have the matter of the bonuses. So 
some of the figures that were shared in the past, they were assuming a certain scenario. And in that certain scenario, you said, okay, so there are that many tokens staked every month. And, and all of this, I believe, was explained in the document. And then there was, okay, so out of all the tokens that are staked, that percentage is with 18 month lockup, that other percentage has that other lockup and all of that. And then the IPRs were showing, yeah, the rewards or the IPRs that they would get for the different lockups in the different months. But now that we have often read, we got rid of all the lockups so that everyone has the same rewards and that the circulating supply has also changed, then these APRs will be adjusted, of course. And again, there's a further clarification that I think needs to be done here. The APRs for the Kudos network, as we said a few questions ago, we're not able to share them yet. They will be not lower than what we have in Ethereum at the time, but we cannot give exact figures at the moment. In Ethereum, we've kind of shifted and then we're going to mimic at the start what Bitmax is, Bitmax is offering. So that's going to be 30%. So again, nothing has changed. The, the rewards in the Kudos network will remain the same. And then we're treating Ethereum as a stepping stone towards that. So we're incentivizing people to start staking with us and joining us early. And we'll offer them the 30% APR in Ethereum. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Joanne. Uh, and Joanne, in, in the middle there, you mentioned um, uh, Bitmax for, for our uh, newer token uh, buyers or token holders um, that have bought from Ascendex. Ascendex is the rebrand of, of Bitmax. So yeah, it changed sorry. halfway through. So that's it. <laughs> I think we're still used to saying the old name. Uh, fantastic. Um, so those those are the kind of the, the, the groups of questions that we've been asked. Um, but, you know, whilst we've got you uh, here on the, on the Kudos cast today, I'd like to um, just throw a couple of validator questions in there as well. And as a, um, you know, we've got a great set of validators that are coming online. Our audience will hopefully have seen a lot of announcements. If you haven't, feel free to go over to our Medium blog, uh, the blog on our website, or, you know, go uh, trail back through the, the announcement channel on, on Telegram. So you've already said that the validators can become official validators from the 2nd of August, and they won't require a node at that point because it's going to be on the Ethereum uh, staking contract. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So to become a validator in the Ethereum contract, they will need to contact us. And then after we agree with them, we will be able to whitelist them as validators. They will be able to stake as that. And other users will be able to delegate the stake through them. The only caveat there is that, as I've been saying all the time in this episode, the Ethereum staking is a stepping stone to the staking in our own network, in the proof of stake Kudos network. In that sense, anyone that we whitelist as a validator now, they should be a validator in the Kudos network. And to be a validator in the Kudos network, you do need the hardware. And probably you've seen the hardware requirements, but there are a couple of machines that you would need in there. So anyone that we whitelist in Ethereum, they will need to run a node in the Kudos network mainnet. And also that means in the testnet, right? So we don't do things in production at once without trying anything before. So first we try things in testnet once everything is working well and the validators know all the processes and everything, then we will move to mainnet. Brilliant, thank you very much. Um, and the details are still the same. So a validator needs a minimum 
of 2 million kudos to be able to stake, to, to yes. qualify, to be a validator. Whilst they don't or won't require to be running a node from the 2nd of August, there'll be uh, essentially a, a wallet validator or on-chain validator at that stage. Uh, they will need to have um, a node for the for the kudos mainnet, uh, and then of course for for the testnet in in the run up to that, so we can make sure it's all tickety boo before it moves over to the to the mainnet. Brilliant. Okay, that's absolutely good. A little bit of clarification as well around the different stages we've got. So we've just touched on it then. For everyone at home, we are currently in uh, our cognitum testnet phase. So this is a, a private testnet phase uh, where we have invited a number of developers into, into the ecosystem. And they are uh, actively testing, evaluating, and feeding back process of uh, well, our instruction documentation that we've put together, the process of writing a smart contract onto the Kudos network um, as well. And uh, and this has come across from uh, you know a number of different use cases as well, so we can uh, you know start to aid with our own planning and how we uh, how we move forward and improve uh, improve processes overall. When we go to public testnet, and public testnet is very much targeted for for this quarter, that is going to move over to what we call somniorum. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, yes, uh, everyone in the audience, we've we've picked some really difficult Latin names <laughs> for you to say, but there is some meaning behind it. So yeah, I encourage you to to kind of read that blog that we released on the naming convention. But the the Somniorium is the public testnet, right? So it's the easiest way to to, to think of it. And this is the first point where validators start coming online with us and bringing their nodes into uh, into action as well. For those validators during the Somniorum public testnet, will they be uh, will they start to receive staking rewards and transaction fees uh, at that stage? If you could explain how that works. So the answer is yes and no. First of all, they will earn staking rewards in Ethereum if we have whitelisted them. So that's one thing that validator, that's a benefit that validators will have if they join public testnet. They let us know. We, whitelist them in Ethereum, and they will be able to stake their end commissions from delegators. Now, in the public testnet itself, there are still two things that we need to, to say. First of all, any tokens that are there are testnet tokens, or sorry, I'm saying tokens should be saying coins. So they are testnet coins. So they will be getting rewards every block. They will be being paid transaction fees every time there's a transaction. However, all these are testnet coins. So they don't have any value. This is just a playground to test things. The other thing is that Somniorum, our public testnet, is going to be an incentivized testnet. And I'm sure people will be familiar with incentivized testnets from other projects, for example, I don't know, let's say Game of Zones from Cosmos. So we'll have an incentivized testnet. And incentivized testnet, it means that we'll ask people to do some tasks. For example, validators will be set up your validator, validate blocks, maybe do an update, do certain things. For delegators would be, okay, get tokens, delegate tokens. For developers could be, here are some instructions on how to deploy a smart contract, how to interact with this smart contract, maybe do some small modifications. And on top of that, we also have other things that will be incentivizing people to do and to develop, but I think I need to wait to give any more details on that. Brilliant. Okay, thank you very much. And then lastly, to, to finish us off, the Ingeni mainnet 
or Injini Mainnet. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 Latin. I don't think I don't think anyone knows how Latin is pronounced exactly. <laughs> because I I was I was being told that in high school that yeah I mean Latin is of course a language that is not spoken anymore. Yeah. And you don't know how they spoke it in the past. Any languages that come from Latin, like my native languages, like Catalan or Spanish, it would probably be something similar. So we say, if I say Ingeni, I know, could be similar, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We, we, we all have our own interpretations. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, exactly. Uh, excellent. <laughs> uh, so, so the Ingeni, I'm going to call it Ingeni. So the Ingeni mainnet, we're, we're targeting that for, for later this year uh, launch as well. So we've got quite an aggressive rollout plan that's being forecasted. We've already got, you know, 30 plus agreed validators, which was very much a, an initial target that we were starting with to secure a kind of globally distributed network. We can scale that to 100, actually. So what we wanted to do is, you know, make sure that everyone's got the opportunity afterwards if they did want to become a validator to, to, to join. But 30 keeps it as a nice kind of control uh, starting point on that. So the the delegators can stake uh, the associated tokens to the validator node. So this was this is the time when it will be a physical validator node. You, you kind of answered this in the staking questions, but is it is that the point where um, the ERC twenty tokens will become kudos coins? Yes, exactly. So when we launch in Jenny, so the Kudos Network mainnet, it's the point where we will migrate the staking from Ethereum to our own network. The Kudos coin will have a value then, which is it's going to be the same as the Kudos token in Ethereum. And then, yeah, that's the point where validators will earn staking rewards. They will start receiving transaction fees because they will be validating blocks and the same for delegators with the respective workflow. That's it. Brilliant. Okay, that's that's all I've got for you today, Joanne. Uh, I know it's a sweltering hot day in the UK. We have them very occasionally, maybe once every every three years. I don't know about you, but I've closed all the windows, the blinds. I've put cushions around to try and absorb some of the sound. The door's closed and I'm, I'm starting to melt a little bit. So thank you very much. Have a great afternoon. And to all of our audience, we sincerely hope that that answers a lot of your questions that you may have had. You can, of course, comment and uh, ask further questions on Twitter, Telegram, within our community. We're always here to help and hopefully the transparency is, is uh, respected as well. So thank you very much for tuning into the Kudos cast. Uh, it's been a blast. A huge, huge thank you for tuning in. And I'd like to thank our sponsors, Algorand and AMD. For more details, you can check them out in the description and support this podcast. For more content from Kudos, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Medium, and you can also join our communities on Telegram. Until next time, adios and au revoir.